Hubris, Round 2, Group 7. This piece is titled, Spring Will Bloom. Content warnings for this episode are death, violence, tension, orders, rights, sacrifice, and mentions of weapons and blood. Welcome, dear one. First, I need you to breathe for me. Breathe in. Imagine cold air filling your lungs. Now, breathe out. Let warm air leave your body. Good. We have been waiting for you. The garden awakes slowly from its winter haze. The river welcomes you and so does the cold grass beneath your feet. The air smells of ice, sharp, and the sun reaches you. It doesn't warm you. Spring will bloom soon. Spring must bloom soon, dear one. You walk the earth and you feel each step. The cold dirt gives in under your weight. You are alive, this land, isn't, not yet. You reach the edge of the forest and you see a deer, a stag. He looks at you. He is waiting. We are waiting. The stag bows to you and walks away. The sun will not follow you in this forest. The fog is too thick. You enter the forest. Deer can always be found at sacred doors of nature, dear one. You have crossed the threshold, and we are thankful. We are thankful. You walk through the forest. Breathe in. The air is thicker now. Breathe out. Good. You lost one spring, dear one. It tickled your fingers and abandoned you, and you watched it grow. You watched it pulse through the earth, only to die. Only to die. Before you could breathe it. We will right this wrong, dear one. You reach a bush full of flowers, bell shapes that seem to flow onto the ground. Survivors through the snow, the ice, and the cold. Death takes spring. You select one of the white cascades dangling from its base. With ease, you cut it from the rest and hold it close. How does it smell, dear one? Think of how soft and frail the petals are. How the flowers brush your fingers as you smell its fragrance. It is alive. It was alive. You have decided its fate. You will leave with the consequences. You must keep walking. The bush is now behind you, and the river that cuts through the forest is close. You can hear it. You follow the river, and it welcomes you. This land will always welcome you. This river is our end and beginning. Breathe again with me, dear one. 
breathe in the liquid. Breathe it out. Good. The river disappears. You reach a clearing where two people wait. You have not seen them before. And you won't see them again. They face each other, figures outlined in contrast to the green canopy of the forest. The air grows dense, the fog leaves this place momentarily. There is a table between them, simple and ancient, and you walk closer to see what lies on the old wood. A tale as old as time, dear one. Two siblings facing each other, a battle about to break. You choose the weapon that will be used. Choose wisely. You see a knife. It's of medium size. The edge glistens, able to cut the air that contains it. The knife whistles, and the world becomes a little quieter. A blade does not always mean a clean death. No weapon allows for a clean death if the hands that hold them have not made a decision. There is a rope, rough to the touch, itchy. You know it will hurt when it sinks in flesh. You know because you can feel it at your throat as you caress the material. The rope whispers and blood gurgles in your stomach. The flesh of the winner will also suffer under the will of the rope. It is a weapon for those who want to remember what they have done. There is a morning star. Its spikes vibrate with a rhythm only known to metal, and you know its weight without holding it. It's as heavy as guilt. The morning star screams, and it demands blood, dirt, and bones. This weapon was made not to be excused, but rather overused in the hands of those who want to water the earth with blood. You must choose now, dear one. Say it out loud. Hmm. Interesting choice. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear one, I am afraid you really had no word in this matter. They have both chosen their weapons and they will fight to the death. Blood is spilled. Your choices mean nothing. Do not fret. Keep breathing. The liquid must enter your lungs. Good. One must allow change to happen, dear one. It is time for you to meet the sage. There is nothing you can distinguish about the sage. Your eyes are not trained for this figure. It is immense and contained. It is flesh beyond bone, blood, and liquid. It is light and darkness. You cannot directly look at them, 
Not for long. You should not look at them. How dare you look at them? They see you. They agree with what you are. With what you will become. Look down, dear one. Sink into the liquid. You are doing it all so well, dear one. Spring will bloom soon. The forest breaks in front of you. The trees become dust and join the fog. The air is liquid now in your lungs, and it feels like home. You feel heavy. You feel numb. There is a weight on your calves and your waist pulling you down to the cold pavement. You have been here all along. Spring will bloom. Spring will bloom. You follow the sage. The dead city awakes slowly in front of you. The buildings welcome you with their naked bricks, exposed to the scorn of winter. The pavement is cold and moist under your feet. The air smells of rot, warm, and there is no sun that can reach you. There hasn't been in decades. Spring must bloom. Stay with us, dear one. Let us help you. Breathe in the stench of death in this forgotten city. Breathe out the liquid that lets you live. Good. Spring must bloom soon. You are in the old central square. You walk and you reach a group of people gathered in a circle. They are quiet. They are praying for you. They wear the same tainted clothes. They are voiceless, empty shells. They have no features, no self. Winter has frozen them. They don't carry spring as you do. No one does. We have been waiting for you. Chosen, Chosen one, shadowless one. Sacrifice. You get to leave winter behind. You get to light it up with fire and abandon it. You are taken by the ancestors. Their hands are wet. You can feel the liquid of life pulsing through their old veins. You don't resist. There is no point. Let yourself be guided. Let yourself change. The streets are empty. Life is gone, banned from this plane of existence. You will leave. You must leave. Think of all you want to leave behind. Think of what you wish could be. Breathe in. Breathe in. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe out. 
give in. Give in. Die out. Die out. Listen to the choir in your heart. You know what you must do. You enter the circle. You summon the spring within you. Your veins become a blizzard. You feel your temples burn. Your body cuts through the air that will collapse your lungs. You move with the music as every cell in you dies. Your body follows the rhythm. You can't open your eyes. You scream as you dance. You leave it all behind. You want to drown in sorrow. You want to drink in the sea. You carry us on your shoulders. You long to be free. And with this rite of strength, you let yourself feel. You let yourself feel. You need to keep dancing. You need to keep screaming. You need to be brave. Welcome, dear one. First, I need you to breathe for me. Spring Will Bloom was made by the Igor Stravinsky Defense Squad and Havris. This episode was written by David Orion Pena, with editing by Chris Keller Scotch. It was directed by A.R. Olivieri with dialogue editing by A.R. Olivieri and sound design by David Arion Pena. Music appears courtesy of Kevin MacLeod, with more information in the description. Caligo the Guide was voiced by Grace Keller Scotch. Il Mestis the Narrator was voiced by A.R. Olivieri. The transcript was made by A.R. Olivieri. Thank you, and we hope you enjoyed bringing Spring back.